Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the MFP Marketing Podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Stuart Crawford, and it's a pleasure to bring this excellent service to you guys every week here on Blog Talk Radio. And I thank the folks at Blog Talk Radio for making this possible. Today, I have a very good friend of mine from my old stomping grounds of Calgary, Alberta. Chris Hamilton joins us from the Stampede City. Chris, long time, no chat. How are things with you, my friend? They are great, Stuart, and uh, happy to be on your show and uh, hopefully impart some wisdom on your, uh, on your viewers or your listeners. So thanks for having me. So, so what's going on in your world? I haven't, like I said, it's been many years since I left uh, Stampede City. What's happening with, uh, with you these days? I know you got some cool stuff going on, but give me a quick, uh, for the Canadians out there, the Coles Note version. Okay, gotcha. I'll do the cliff notes for the U.S. listeners. The um, so I uh, I run a website called SalesTipAday.com, uh, and um, unfortunately, I don't put a tip up every day. I just I'm so busy, I don't have time anymore to do it. But I try to put at least one or two posts up a week. And really, what it is is it's designed to help um, people that are brand new to sales how to kind of get themselves up and running faster. I, you know, it took me forever to learn a ton of stuff. And if I can just impart a little bit of wisdom or smarts onto people and get done quicker, then I figure my life is, uh, uh, my life's calling is done there. So that's one thing I'm doing. The other thing I'm doing, Stu, is um, I own a, uh, an accounts payable and an accounts receivable software company right now. So we tie into QuickBooks Desktop, soon to be QuickBooks Online and Sage and a bunch of different things. And we just basically expedite that whole AR and AP process for, uh, for companies, for bookkeepers and accountants. And that's really what's chewing up about 95% of my time right now. So that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, so I mean, I first, uh, I, you know what? I was trying to think the other day, Chris, where the heck did I get to meet you at? And uh, I, you know, I just, I just couldn't even think about, you know, there's probably some networking event in Calgary or, you know, something like that. But that was a long, long time ago. So I got first hooked into you because of the sales tip of day. And we used to run around in, uh, you know, in some of the similar circles. You know, let's just talk about IT providers because that's kind of our audience. And, 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 that, and I know that's an audience you have some familiarity with. And I think sales issues span the whole small business spaces. You know, what are you seeing today, Chris, from your subscribers at salestipaday.com that are, you know, what's their, what's their biggest sales challenge that they, they run across? You know, I think, Stu, it's uh, things change so rapidly in sales, um, as with anything in the world, I think, nowadays. Um, you know, with social media, uh, a whole bunch of different things um, going on there. Um, that, you know, one of the things that I find resonates with the people that um, connect with, uh, with me or with my email lists and stuff like that are they're trying to figure out how to bring in more leads. Um, and, um, you know, they want to find the, you know, the easy way, I think. And um, quite honestly, I, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily think there's any easy way in sales. It's, there's, a, there's an effort lever, right? And you got to put more effort in to get more out of it. It's kind of like Grant Cardone 10X rule. You really have to put, you have to, you have to be uh, cranking. Now that doesn't mean you don't have to be smart doing um, stuff. You, I mean, you should be smart and there's ways that you can do things that'll increase your likelihood of success. Um, but yeah, I think the number one challenge is that I see with, with mostly with salespeople, biz dev people is bring enough sales leads in the door. And that's, uh, that's stuff that I, you know, uh, I'm sure will resonate with your audience and I can, 
impart hopefully some wisdom on them uh, when it comes to, uh, to, to doing certain things uh, when it regards to that. So. And that is the, the biggest challenge that we see with managed IT service, or as we're calling them now internally, technology solution providers, because managed services are just one component of what they do. Is that, you know, that's it, Chris. They, they, and if I had a dime, or even better, a nickel, for every technology solution provider I speak with that says, you know, just get me in front of the right people and I can close them, you and me, could, I could retire and pay your retirement. Uh, I could just contri contribute to your RFP and you'd be rich, you'd be wealthy for the rest of your life, and so would I, because, you know, all these, uh, you know, so-called closet sales professionals claim they know how to close, but I think their biggest challenge is, you know, is doing the opening piece. And I think you and I, I think maybe one time saw Jeffrey Gitterer speak and he referenced that it's not, it's not necessarily the close that's the most important, it's how you open. Uh, and I guess that's getting those leads in. So what are, what are some of the, what are some of the activities a sales professional can do today to get that door open? Do you know, okay, so first thing that I see whenever I talk to people is they have zero goals. Um, so when you say to someone, you know, where do you want to be? And a lot of the times these salespeople, you know, if they have a, a let's say a, a quarter million dollar quota, they're like, oh, I want to be at a quarter million. But how are you going to get to that quarter million? What are your goals? What are your plans? What are you going to do to get there? And they don't think about that kind of process, the process behind it. So I think one of the things you have to take a look at is if I need to be at a quarter million, what do I need to do? Break this down into kind of monthly, weekly, daily uh, goals, tasks, plan, whatever it is. Uh, to get going um, and um, uh, make sure that I'm successful. Uh, I think the other thing that I see a lot of people missing, especially people that are looking for uh, qualified sales leads is no one puts time in their schedule on a daily basis to reach out to people. And I do that every day. Like I make sure that there is time blocked off every single day in order to, um, uh, you know, continually prospect and bring leads in. I set a goal for myself every day and it's, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it works very well for me of reaching out to at least three new people every day to, uh, to fill my funnel and stuff like that. Um, and those, you know, those were, those are kind of, if I were to look at things, those would be the first two things that I would look at is set goals, you know, make them realistic, make sure they kind of jive with your, um, with your quota where you're trying to go and then put time in every day to prospect. Um, those are the two biggest things. And then from there, there's bits and pieces that you can do um, to, uh, to make, uh, make sure you're successful. I, I really like the whole idea of putting time in your schedule to do prospect. I think that's one area that most companies fall short on. And, you know, and you know, I, you know, again, I work with technology solution providers all across the world. And that's the number one thing that I ask them is when they say, well, I haven't gotten any leads lately. And I, and I turn around and say, okay, well, what, what activities have you done to build your awareness in the community? And I like that idea about, you know, making a goal of reaching out to three new people every single day. Now, Chris, one, one challenge that I see is, and I, and I had a conversation with a gentleman from Kitchener, Ontario this morning about this, is that he just, you know, he reached out to me on LinkedIn. He connected with me. And I'm pretty open on LinkedIn. If you're in the technology business, I'll connect with you. But it, as soon as he connected with me, he immediately wanted to tap into my network and ask me if I knew any, you know, IT service companies in North Carolina or South Carolina or Georgia that he, that I can introduce him to. And I went, whoa, 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 
I don't even know you first, so maybe you should start dating. You know, maybe you should you know date me first before you ask me to get married with you. Do you see that as a a big challenge for salespeople today? Is they they just don't go about the art of creating relationships. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I get the same things too. As I get a lot of people that will connect with me on LinkedIn and immediately go in for the kill, right? And it's like, I, I don't see the value that you're providing for me, right? Um, there's, I, I think, so I use LinkedIn because I do a lot of stuff. My website, if you go to it, it's salestipaday.com. It's literally all around how do I leverage LinkedIn? Um, it's, you know, about 95% of it's all about using LinkedIn. Um, and I'll give you an example of how I would use LinkedIn to uh, generate sales leads. So first of all, everyone's got to have a target um, uh, prospect that they want to go after. And that, uh, you know, for me, uh, I'll put it in my world and your, your uh, listeners can extrapolate from it and figure out what they want. But um, I'm looking for typically uh, accountants um, in Western Canada, uh, specifically in the Alberta marketplace right now, um, who um, are at a kind of a partner level in these organizations. So when I nail this stuff down, um, LinkedIn's got a phenomenal tool for filtering, especially even in the free version, uh, to filter down and find these people. And then what you wanna do is you wanna reach out to these people on LinkedIn and connect with them. And so here's how I do this. I usually reach out and just, I'll, I'll put a note saying, hey, look, we play in the same industry. Um, like connecting with like-minded individuals um, would appreciate you accepting my connection. And then what happens is um, I connect with them. And then when they connect back every Friday afternoon around four o'clock, I've got a quick little email or LinkedIn message that I send them that basically says, Hey, thanks for connecting on LinkedIn. Let me know if there's anything I can help you with. Are you struggling with anything? Just let me know. I'll see if I can help you or if I know anyone that can help you with this. And then I just send that off. And, re, you know, when I do that, it's amazing how many people come back to me and say, hey, can you help me with this? And some are, some are you know, fully expecting to pay. Others are saying, hey, can you do this? That's how you start building that kind of value. And then the other thing that I do is LinkedIn relationships should not be a one and done. You need to nurture these. And there's a fantastic program that I use called contactually.com. And it's kind of, a, it's a CRM system. So what you can do is you can upload your LinkedIn contacts into this. And then what you do is you put them into buckets. And these buckets, the way I do it, I bucket them A, B, C, and D. A being contact every 30 days, B being 60 days, C being 90 days, D being take a look at them and see if they, they move into any of these buckets at a further point down the road. Um, and then what I do is I reach out to these people and just say, hey, um, you know, how can I help you out? And in fact, Stu, I put you on a drip campaign in that. And that's how you kind of reached back out to me recently was I said, Hey, what can I do to help you out? And you mentioned you had this podcast. Can I be on it? I said, yeah, sure. So that's the sort of thing that people need to be doing. They need to be thinking about building long-term relationships. I know I was kind of long winded about this, but at least hopefully that provides some, some insight and some value to, uh, uh -huh. to so the secret, the secret is out. So what was that site again, Chris? Uh, contactually.com. Okay. I'm not even going to ask you how to spell it. We'll Google, we'll Google it and see if we can C find it. But, uh, C O C O N T A C contact T C T U A L L Y contactually.com. And then you, so you can upload all your LinkedIn contacts. So it's, uh, 
it's it's a manual process. It doesn't do it automatically. Yeah. So you have to go into LinkedIn. If someone go, if you go to salestipaday.com and just search on how to download uh, download LinkedIn contacts, I have a I have a video I did last month or something like that. I'll show people how to download it and how you can um, bucket them and upload them into different systems like Mailchimp or uh, Active Campaign or even Contactually. Um, but then what happens is when I put them into Contactually, what I do is I have a program with touch points every 90 days. So what I do is uh, the nice thing about Contactually is it'll remind you and say, do you want to contact this person? And then what I can do is I can send them an email. They've got templated emails that I can build or they have some that they have templated in their system. Or what you can do is if you build emails, you can put them into a program and you can add that person to a program. So what I do is literally, you know, Stuart, um, you know, in about 80 days from now, because I do it every 90 days, you responded about 10 days ago. So, but um, every 90 days, I just send out a message saying, hey, what can I do to help you? Hey, what are you working on? Um, how can I help you? Like every 90 days, I do that. And it works for me. I'll give you another example is I reached out to a software company here in Calgary, a gentleman that runs, that owns this company, uh, Rigger. And um, he reached out to me and said, Hey, can you help me with LinkedIn? I said, yeah, no problem. And I'm no problem. I'll show you guys really quickly how to do this stuff. And then what we figured out was that we could um, build our software into his program. Henceforth, he's introducing us to 60 new clients for our software. Um, which you know, will probably close 15 to 20 of them within the next year, which is a decent revenue source for us. So that, I mean, those are the sort of things that you have to do to build relationships. So sales doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, literally, Stuart's, I think you know this, is only about 3% of people are looking for what you have at any point in time, which means 97% have no clue that they need you, right? And all it is, is I call it aligning the planets, is at some point in time, as you keep keeping in contact with these people, your need is going to hit their radar if they're within your target demographic, right? So, um, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's the secret. I'd let the secret out and more than happy to let your, uh, your audience know that because it'll help them out. That, and I, and that's, that's great. Cause I think, I'll, you know, as much as I say in one hand, Chris, that automation has made a lot of people lazy, even in the tech service, even in the tech services world where, a lot of companies are relying on, on automation to remove the art of dealing with clients when it comes to a technical service interaction. It's also made it's also made us lazy in the sales world where people are relying too much on automation. But I like the way that you're using it because it, it's it's um, not it's not replacing what you do. It's complementing what you do. Yeah, it's it's kind of a hybrid, right? So it's kind of it's uh, yeah, I agree 100. percent It's just it's it's a way to have a touch point, but it's a personal touch point, right? Like people like to be helped. Um, and that's what I found when I, when I changed, when I changed this around a couple of years ago, um, you know, it, it really changed things for, for people reaching out to me and, um, you know, I'll get, I'll get two, three, four, um, leads a week, uh, for about five minutes work every Friday afternoon, just sending out that templated email. And you know what, Stu, if you want, I can send that to you so you can share it with your audience as well. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll put it, I'll put that in the, um, I'll put these into the con in the, into the comments below on the recording, the uh, sales tip of day and, uh, and I'll, I'll get the name of the, the product down eventually contactually.com or whatever it is. I'll get that figured out. But, uh, 
you know, Chris, that, you know, that's a valuable tip. I think that's, that's a great uh, piece of information that you share with us and, you know, and, and the art of using LinkedIn and, you know, building relationships and, you know, and, and getting to know people. I'm not sure if we, I'm, I, you know, I'm not even sure you and I ever spoke about this, but I got a, I had a good friend. I have a good friend. His name is Bob Berg. He lives here in Florida in Jupiter, a couple hours away from where I live. And the, uh, you know, Bob and I have known each other for many, many years. And Bob written a series of books uh, based, based on the go-giver. And the first book was called go-giver. Then of course, go-giver sell more, go-giver influencer. And there's a number of other ones. Uh, I think go-giver influencers is brand new and coming out on April the 10th. But you know, that what you're doing plus, you know, plus what I learned from, you know, hanging out with Bob is really living that go-giver lifestyle. You're offering to help people versus trying to take things from them all the time. Like, hey, Chris, tap, yeah, I don't know you, but share my contact information with 10 of your best friends for you, please, please. And, and you and I talk about Gary Vaynerchuk also talks about that a lot too. It's like, uh, you know, is you know, it's trying to go in and he, he's a little more vocal and graphic with his descriptions, but uh, it's the same principles. Yeah, it's, it is. Hey, by the way, I was just thinking about something who, too, if, if, if I can make a recommendation for anyone that listens, if, if they, um, if they want to understand kind of, if they're struggling getting sales coming in the door and stuff like that, there's a great book by Jeb, is it Blunt? It's B-L-O-U-N-T. It's called Fanatical Prospecting. I highly recommend it. You can get it on tape, uh, book on tape or audio book, I guess. And also, now you're dating yourself book on tape. What's yeah, that? What's exactly. <laughs> the, uh, uh, you can pick it up from Amazon or do whatever. It's, it's one of those books. It's really good. It's it, when I listen to it, it's the same philosophy is put time in your schedule every day and, 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 you know, um, make sure that you're continually prospecting as well. Right. And, and keep going, by the way, I'm going to let you in on a secret. So I literally do, um, I do uh, about five to 10 minutes a day of prospecting. Um, to keep the funnel filled. And that's just kind of reaching out to people. Now, I guess if I were to look at it, it would probably be maybe about 20 minutes a day, three, at least minimum of three out, uh, connection contacts or something like that. And then uh, just follow up with those three people as well. So yesterday, for example, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a prime example of what I do. So I use, I used, um, so we've created a integration into a software program called uh, open invoice and also uh, Cortex. They're both oil and gas e-invoicing platforms. I go on to Indeed, which is the job hiring site, and look up Cortex or open invoice to see companies that are hiring for people that are um, uh, that need to, uh, as part of the roles and responsibilities, manage that process for the company. And at any given time, there's about five or six companies on a weekly basis that have got a, a job open for that. So yesterday... I reached out to three companies that were on um, that were on Indeed looking for someone with Cortex or Open Invoice help. One of them kind of came back and said, "We don't do enough, so it doesn't make a lot of sense." Two of them came back and said, "Yeah, we're keenly interested in this. Let's get some information and let's have a discussion next week after the long weekend here." So you know, that just goes to show if you just kind of put stuff in play. The other thing too is that uh, maybe you can have me back sometime and I'll walk you through a, a process that I have on LinkedIn that um, if you're, if you do cold calling uh, this process is about 66 times more effective than cold calling and it'll get you in front of uh, qualified buyers faster that close um, uh, close in about a quarter of the time at about double the rate uh, of what normal sales do. 
So if the, there's my definitely with that with that teaser, I'm going to have you back for sure. <laughs> so Chris, I know you, I know I know you got uh, uh, a pretty tight schedule today. So um, let me ask you one last question, and then I'll let you uh, carry on with your day and take care of your uh, alarm system and all the other good stuff you got going on there. Sure. If, if you were if you were stuck on a uh, on a desert island, and you can only bring three sales-related business books with you, what would be the three business books that you would have in your backpack? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, you know what? I think Fanatical Prospecting by uh, Jeb, uh, Jeb Blunt it would be one. Um, what's the other one? I got, you know what? I got to say uh, anything by Gittimer. And the reason being, because I, uh, I contributed to one of his books. Um, but I like the, what is the little sales, the little red sales Bible. That's a, that's a good one. Um, and what would be another good one? Um, so, so when Alice Chris is looking, researching that in his mind, you can see that we don't rehearse this program. Yeah, no, no, that's it's exactly. And uh, I'm trying to think of even, you know, Brian Tracy. I gotta, I gotta say that he's done some phenomenal stuff as well, and gets into the human psyche. I'm just trying to think of uh, which one that I. Um, I would recommend for, for him. Uh, see, I like Brian Tracy cause he's from Edmonton, just North of where, uh, where we are. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's uh, he's originally from Edmonton. Um, but, uh, and he is, I mean, he is absolutely uh, a genius when it comes to stuff like that. You know, one of the other ones actually, uh, what is it? Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad, poor dad. Um, that really opened my eyes. It's not necessarily a sales book, but I think that one really opened my eyes as to um, being an entrepreneur. And, and typically when you think about it, salespeople are really true entrepreneurs. I mean, they're held to a number. And if they can't make that number work, then they're gone, right? So I, I, although I didn't nail the books down per se for you, uh, I think that's, um, that's a good one. I'm looking at my iPhone right now. I'm looking at my uh, uh, Audible account to see if I can find one that I would recommend as well that, uh, that I've been listening to. So just bear with me for a sec. Here. So, I mean, for me, maybe this will help you is, you know, for, you know, I get anything by Bob Berg, the go-giver books, uh, they're quick, easy reads. I, you know what, Chris, I really like Chet Holmes, the ultimate sales machine. I'm not sure what yeah, your view on yeah, that one Yeah, you know is. what, that's a phenomenal book as well. Uh, I really like that one. Um, the other one too, actually, you know what was a really cool one that I love is the 80-20 Sales and Marketing um, by Perry Marshall. And so what yeah, he, that's right. Yeah. Perry Marshall too. Yeah. 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 So what he does is he breaks it down to, to talk about that Pareto effect, the 80, 20 rule, right? Which is 20% of your efforts result in, or 80% of the results. And he takes it one step further and says 80, 20, that one. And it's like 4% of your efforts result in almost, you know, 64% of your uh, results. So 4% gets 64%. And he said, hone in on that stuff. And you know, that is one of the things, and, and it's like hone in on it and do it well. What works, what doesn't work, focus on what works, don't do what doesn't work, right? So those are, those are a couple of really good ones as well that, uh, that I like. And the nice thing is it's, uh, you can get it on audible.com as well, which is, uh, which is really cool. Um, goals by Brian Tracy, there's, uh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going way up now, dude. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to look at a whole bunch of these things here and say that they're good. But you know what, let's, let's leave it at that for now. Perfect. Well, Chris, you know, what's the, this 
refresh the people's memories on the on your sales tip a day website, salestipaday.com, right? Yep, just go to salestipaday.com. Um, there's, like I said, I've tried to post at least once or twice a week. Uh, a lot of the stuff is wrapped around LinkedIn, but LinkedIn being the number one, um, you know, business social uh, networking site, um, there's there's stuff on there that you'll learn that no other salespeople are doing. And, and I can tell you this is like 99.9% .9 of the people on LinkedIn don't know how to use it to drive sales. And it is my number one source of sales opportunities um, uh, on uh, uh, for generating leads. And um, I close a ton of business. I've done, I've generated millions of dollars in sales using LinkedIn. Um, and I'll tell you what, have me back on anytime and I'll, I'll go off on tangents on LinkedIn and teach your, your staff or your, your uh, listeners uh, how they could use it and, and use it to their benefit. Awesome. Hey, Chris, I appreciate you reaching out, even if it was automated. Uh, it was great to connect with you. Uh, too bad, uh, too bad about the bad news we talked about last time with our friend Kirsten, but uh, you know, um, my best, my best goes out to his family. And, uh, you know, we, I, I definitely want to have you back. I think there's some cool stuff that we can, uh, we can talk about here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all over it. All right, my friend, have a great one. And get, I'll let you get back to your, uh, your dealings in Calgary there, my friend. And we'll, uh, we'll have you back on in the next month or so. You betcha, Stu. Appreciate it. Thanks and, again, uh, all the best. Oh, and Hey, by the way, when you're, when you're, yeah. um, when you're, uh, if your audience comes by salestipaday.com, the first time they come by, there'll be a, a landing page that will, I've given away a $200 course for free, and it's a 14-part LinkedIn course on little tips and tricks that you can use to generate business. So there's something of value for, for, your, uh, uh, for your listeners as well. There you go. Just no, no promo code or anything. Just put that. Just nope, just put your, put your email in. I think you put your name and email in and uh, now you'll get on my list, but I'll also send you information on a, on a fairly frequent basis on, uh, on how to, uh, how to use LinkedIn and other sales tips and tricks and stuff like that too. So. And I've been a member of that list for years, guys. It's fantastic. Thanks again, Chris. Appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks too. See you guys.